Hello and welcome to the Scriptural Wild Fatherhood Podcast. This is a show for dads and dads-to-be. It is all about how we can be equipped for this important adventure of fatherhood that has been entrusted to us. My name is James, James Mongombe. I gather these lessons from Scripture, how we can emulate God the preeminent Father. I also gather them from the animal kingdom because God has spread secrets of parenting in the wild. I also gather these lessons from other fathers who have walked this journey or who are currently walking this journey. And finally, I gather these lessons from experts who have taught, written, and researched this important role. Thank you for listening, and I hope this helps. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the importance of foundational years of children. The foundational years, sometimes called the early years, are the period from birth to age five. Some experts put it from birth to age seven. This is a critical time in a child's development as it lays the foundation for their physical, emotional, and cognitive development throughout their life. Research has shown that experiences that children have during these years can have a profound impact on their long-term outcomes, including their academic success, social-emotional development, and even their physical health. There's an interview I watched on YouTube where Dr. Gabo Mate says, as parents, we have the first three years to get it right. If we miss that window period, we will be practicing remedial parenting for decades. He says that the real way to relate does not depend on words. It is the capacity to be with. So we don't have to wait until our kids are able to verbally communicate for us to connect with them. We can do so as soon as they are born, since it's all about the capacity to be with. Being in each other's presence, that's what counts. This is what enables us to build a strong connection with kids as fathers and indeed as parents. As fathers, we have a unique opportunity and responsibility to support our children's development during these critical years. So in today's episode, I want to talk about some specific ways that we can do that. First and foremost, we need to be present and engaged with our children. This means spending quality time with them, reading to them, playing games with them, and having meaningful conversations if they are at a certain age where they can have a conversation with you. It helps to get down to their level. One of the things that I enjoy doing with my kids is um, when they are playing a game, just going down to their level on the floor and playing with them. If uh, it's a game of rolling around, just getting engaged, involved with them and rolling around. If I need to tickle them, and it, it just makes for fun and it brings such a good connection with them. So in essence, we need to enjoy the moment going down to their level, which makes for a very good connection with them. We also need to prioritize our children's physical health and well-being. This includes providing a safe and nurturing environment, encouraging physical activity and modeling healthy habits. Another important aspect of supporting our children's development during the early years is nurturing their social-emotional development. This means providing love and support, setting clear boundaries, and modeling positive relationships. These early years are important for us fathers to start on our expected responsibility of protecting, providing, and ensuring our kids feel secure. 
We should make every effort to shape our children's worldview, starting from these early years. In the book Family Shepherds by Vody Bokum, he recounts how our children get many different kinds of influences once they are of school-going age. We have a responsibility as fathers to correct some of the wrong societal norms that they may be exposed to that are counter to the biblical worldview. So in essence, our responsibility as fathers is to pass our faith to our children. One way to do so is to shape their worldview. We should aim to develop a biblical worldview in our kids. I have um, I've made some efforts in this area just to try each day to capture some understanding of how the world operates and express that to my kids so that they are looking at it from God's God's view like simple conversations as asking who created this this sun that we can see out there that we're enjoying or the wind that is blowing on the trees who created this and also comparing some of the things that they encounter like these um super characters like uh, superman spider-man iron man all these um, these characters and then comparing and seeing who is more powerful than all these they might not figure it out very well at this time but just having these conversations and saying there's someone who is greater and more powerful than all these characters that we keep seeing and just putting that conversation out there it helps them to to get going in terms of understanding indeed there's a god who is more powerful he's stronger than anyone and we go to him when we need strength and he provides strength to us and he keeps us going and each day with my kids we make time to pray together whether we are uh, in the house or before we go to uh, to school when in the car we take time to pray and entrust ourselves to God for the day. And when we have victory, we praise God. When we are having a tough time, when we're having challenges, then we also seek solace in God and ask to be strengthened. And I make every effort together with my wife that every day we show these these parts of um, our relationship with God where we we show them when we are we are having victory we praise god and thank god together when we are having a difficult time also we pray together to god and ask god please help us like for example when one of us is not feeling well we we say hey let's all of us pray for for one of us who is not feeling well and god will heal them and when they get to see that someone is feeling better then we also praise god and say so and so is feeling better and this i've seen with my son that happens also some of his friends at school are not feeling well he gets involved and says hey let's pray for my friend he's not feeling well and i pray that's a quality that will grow in him as the days go by and i see scripture instructs us about this same idea of training our kids when they are young and using every opportunity we get to teach them of the ways of the lord in proverbs chapter 22 verse 6 the bible says start children off on the way they should go and even when they are old they will not turn from it so there is wisdom in teaching the little ones the right way the godly way to live and the earlier we start the better this has a way of sticking with them and they are able to remember these instructions when they grow older you know i'm, I'm grateful and fortunate to have a church community and be part of a church community where I have parents who have gone ahead of me who have done this and whenever I have a question 
they are there to help and guide. And my wife and I have benefited from a lot of wisdom that these parents have shared with us. One that I remember very clearly is advice that were given that um, we should not wait to start sharing with our kids about scripture. In my mind, I had thought maybe we need to wait until we can converse with them that they can understand. But indeed, the advice that we got is that, no, you don't have to wait. Start as early as possible. In fact, you should even start before they're even born because these uh, children have a way of soaking in whatever it is that we say and whatever it is that goes around them. This was sound advice. Since in my thinking, I thought maybe we have to wait until we can converse with them, they can understand, then now we can talk about uh, the word of God, scripture, and the likes. However, this is not true. At this early stage, research has shown that they have capacity to soak in lots of information that is beneficial to their growth. That is why they grasp languages faster at a young age than us adults can do. Another scripture is uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 to 9, where it is written, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. This is how important it is to God, the preeminent father, that we pass along the things he has commanded us to our children. First, they are to be in our hearts and then we can impress them on our children. So we have to model the right way to them. Because children learn best by observing the things we do or, in many cases, what we say. The bar is set high in this scripture. We should be making every effort and utilizing every opportunity we get to pass on our knowledge and faith in God to our children. In essence, every moment we are awake and with our children is an opportunity to teach them about God's word. I must confess that this is not easy. However, it is the only way we can pass on our faith and especially in this modern generation where our children are bombarded with all manner of influences with world views that are unbiblical. In the Gospels too, in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 9 verse 14, uh, Mark chapter 10 verse 14 and Luke chapter 18 verse 16, the Bible says, and I quote, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. As fathers, we need to heed this call by Jesus. We should not be a stumbling block in any way to our children going to Jesus. We should facilitate their being with Jesus, ensuring they have daily contact with him. Uh, we do so by getting into God's word daily with them. The way to let our children go to Jesus without hindrance is by exposing them to God's word as often as we get opportunity to. This verse in the Gospels at least shows us God's heart towards children. He wants to be with them. He says they exemplify those who the kingdom of heaven belongs to. As fathers, we may face challenges in balancing our various roles and responsibilities such as being a provider, a caregiver, and a role model. However, it's important 
to remember that every positive interaction counts and can make a difference in our children's lives. It's also important to seek out support and resources, such as parenting classes or support groups to help us navigate the challenges of fatherhood and support our children's development. It is worth noting that even if one misses the first three years or the first seven years in parenting their kids, there is still hope. There is always hope and ways of turning things around for the good, both as fathers and as children. There are many stories of successful people who are raised in difficult circumstances who end up turning things around and being successful in life. These circumstances can in some ways end up being fuel or impetus for remarkable transformation in someone's life as they mature. There are also inspiring stories of fathers who missed out in their children's early years who end up with the realization of the impact of their absence. With fortitude and grace, they end up rebuilding wonderful relationships with their adult children. That may not be easy. It's a difficult road. It's a difficult process. But there is hope. In conclusion, the foundational years of a child's life are a critical time for their development and as fathers we have a unique opportunity and responsibility to support our children during this time by being present and engaged prioritizing our children's physical and social emotional well-being and seeking out support and resources we can help our children lay the foundation for a healthy and successful life Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I welcome you to join me next week when we'll be looking at another topic on this important journey of fatherhood. Thank you and I wish you all the best in your parenting journey.